Good evening, folks. It's time for your Friday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And today really has been dominated by the weather. Yeah, um, it's really active between like noon and three. Yeah, I may have even been a little bit before noon, but it really yeah, a little bit before just, noon, a little after three. Yeah. Now, <laughs> mind you, we did not get what they got down in Florida because I, I know there are some areas down by Daytona that got some pretty decent damage. You know, not yeah. not category five damage, but got some decent damage. Yes. Um, but here we had tornado warnings throughout much of the uh, much of the afternoon. Yeah, it really started, uh, like I said, around midday when there were tornado warnings around uh, Brunswick County. Yeah. And uh, they kind of progressed into Dinwiddie, into Chesterfield, into the city, into eastern Henrico, into Hanover. And it took a, you know, total of about three hours. And, you know, our partners at NBC 12, Andrew Frieden was on the air saying it was amazing that there were tornado warnings after tornado warnings. Yeah. Yet after all that, you, I went to the Dominion website. There's not a large amount of power outages. Yeah. Uh, there were no reports of touchdown or damage. There was rotation aloft, but that was about it. Yeah. I don't even really recall any heavy winds. I mean, my, my office is located um, at the corner of the building and usually I can feel the winds, hear the winds buffering yeah. off, off of my corner of the building. And um, wasn't anything like that. I mean, we heard thunder. Um, I don't even know if we even got heavy rain here at the station. So, um, so it was, it was interesting. Of course, now we're in Enrico. I don't know what they saw down yeah. in the areas. Uh, you know, I, I, sure. you know, down in Chesterfield. Um, basically, the storms like followed eighty-five up, and then uh, you know, sort of up. Not, you know, yeah. I mean, they veered off ninety-five, but yeah. they kind of wandered to the east of ninety-five as they went past the city but yeah. yeah it's kind of you know it was that northeast pass uh path from uh dinwiddie i think it was around mckinney yeah. and then they just kind of went northeast and it is weird because i mean we were i mean we're first of all we're thankful that there was no damage but we're you know as news people we're trolling and seeing if there's any damage yeah and we didn't see any and it was just very weird yeah, no, no reports of any damage, no real outages, anything along that line, like we said. Yeah, there's some outages, but not an astronomical amount. Yeah. So so good good news, good news yeah. there with that storm. And and uh, you know, this will end and then we move uh we're gonna move into winter basically. I was talking with Andrew earlier this morning, and um it's gonna be in the fifties all next week. It's gonna be chilly. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow is going to be fairly warm and then Sunday, the bottom's going to drop out. Yeah. I mean, the Thank- high will only be in the low fifties. Yeah. Thankfully my son's last uh, soccer game provided they play despite the, uh, all the rain today. Um, yeah. You know um, his last soccer game is tomorrow. So hopefully it'll be 70 for his game. And then, you know, we can go into the fifties when I don't tomorrow have to be nice. Yeah. So mild. But I, I will say this, the, the uh, high schools did make the correct decision not to play football. Today. Absolutely did. Yeah. And you know, every one of those playoff games played last night and it was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much very better good. weather. It was, it was very comfortable. I went to LC birds game. Um, and, uh, it really didn't get that cold last night. Yeah. It was, it was very comfortable. You know, it was yeah. a sweatshirt weather. I remember last year we went to a playoff game and it was like uh long sleeve t-shirt underneath uh sweatshirt underneath jacket <laughs> <with> gloves. <laughs> playoff game, you know, you know, yeah. real chilly, uh, football weather. 
right? Next week may be a different story for playoff this, games. It'll be this, a lot colder. This, this is true. This is true. So, mm-hmm. so, but uh, at least last week it wasn't too, you know, yesterday it wasn't too bad. So, yeah. so um, moving on, um, the uh, continuing uh, infighting among Republicans is getting more and more interesting. And now Governor Youngkin has sort of been dragged into it. Yeah, and uh, we should probably mention as well that uh, for Amanda Chase's side, she's still sticking by, yeah. uh, you know, not not jumping on with Tim Anderson or Winsome Sears and still right. sticking on her side with Trump. Right, exactly. Yeah, still sticking with Trump. But here with, where, where the Youngkin thing comes in now yeah. is the former president went on his social media platform and went after the governor, including making what really is a racist post in regards to the governor. Now, to be clear, let me explain why it's racist. Um, He took the governor's name, split it up into two words, young and kin. And then right after that said, sounds Chinese, doesn't it? I think fairly self-explanatory as to why it is a racist and anti-Chinese, anti-Asian post. Uh, the president then went on to say that uh, Governor Youngkin could not have won Virginia without him. Now, I will point out, President Trump did not campaign in Virginia last year. There was one telephone appearance in a late campaign that was campaign event that was basically um, like a town hall, wasn't it? Like a town hall barely covered. I mean, it was it was yeah. it was. Yeah, it was not a big event in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um it definitely did not make a difference in the race. There are many things that made a difference in the race. That telephone call was not one of them. Yeah. Um, but this is going on as the former president is also attacking Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who he's been calling Ron DeSanctimonious yep. um, on, on his social media platform. So this is not this is a common thing that is going on with potential 2024 opponents. Right. Uh, the governor reacted first saying he hadn't seen the post, then saying it's not how he rolls and that he's working to bring people together. So, uh, I think he said it's not how he rolls because he doesn't call people names. Is that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Or that? Yeah, 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 to be even for, further clear. Yeah. Now, now I, I will say this. The governor did recently step in some a mess by making a uh, a offhanded remark regarding uh, the House Speaker's husband, well, actually the House Speaker, right after the House Speaker's husband was attacked in, in San Francisco. He has apologized for, right. for that since mm-hmm. and wrote the, uh, the House Speaker a, uh, a letter. I want to say it was either yesterday or the day before, but sometime this week. It was earlier this week, yeah. yeah. Sometime this week. Um, he also responded to what uh, the lieutenant governor had said, saying that, you know, he, while he has not made similar comments, um, he respects the lieutenant governor. So, yeah, it's but, not like he, you know, was going to dismiss her of her duties. Right. You know? right. Well, it, and, you know, and he certainly. can't. I mean, she's a, she's a, she's yeah, exactly. So, you know, constitutionally elected officer. All exactly. Along. So it's not like it's, you know. She's yeah. going to lose her job over that. So yeah, no, no, no. the only the only way she loses her job is if she she resigns or uh, is yeah. is impeached. And yeah. I don't believe calling for President Trump to move away from the Republican. Heck, heck, I don't think the Democrats would mind that one bit. So, <laughs> but you know, it's 
her right to say what she thinks. Yes, exactly. And Yunkin, you know, to his credit, you know, says that's okay. And there are a lot of people, I will say, that are already speculating that this is the start of the 2025 Republican primary for for governor with uh, Jason Meares and Winsome Sears. But we'll, you know. 2025. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We just finished 2022 and I brought up the 2025 uh, gubernatorial. Let's get to 2024 first. Let's get to 2023. We still got to elect the General Assembly next year. Um, Oh, we don't have to do that. We can just. Well, I mean, yes, we do need to vote in it. So. I know. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> procedure. So, yes. Yes. Proce- yes. Procedure. So mm-hmm. um, moving on from that, uh, one big event this weekend. Um, what should people know if they have to go around the city uh, tomorrow? One of the uh, clearest things I could tell you right now is there are a lot of road closures for the Richmond Marathon. And if you want to know what they are and they are listed in their entirety, including the places where police are directing people across the street because it's just, uh, you know, they, you know, they may not be closed or the, 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 the places where um, people are crossing may, may be closed or whatever, where the people are crossing aren't closed, but police are directing people across. All that's on our website at our story at newsradiowrva.com. To make a long story short, the Richmond Marathon tomorrow, 16,000 runners. um, That's approximate. Uh, Starting at four tomorrow morning, a large amount of streets will be closed. Now, the times that they reopen vary about where they are on the course because it's a 26-mile course. Yeah. uh, And... It goes all over the city. It goes as far north as Bryan Park. It goes south of the river, Sems Avenue, Forest Hill Avenue. Um, you know, when these roads get open depends on, you know, when everyone crosses and everyone finish and clears that area. So uh, all that will be explained on the website and all the streets will be approximation of when they'll open will be on there as well. And um they Richmond police just want you to be aware if you're not running or if you even if you are running that, you know, if you know there's going to be roads you can't travel on. And since this is such a big course, that's a large amount of roads. Yeah. Do they still uh, still run by the river and across the Huguenot Bridge or in the Huguenot Bridge? Area I'm not sure well? which bridge they cross, but yes, you go north and south of the river. So there is a crossing going on. But yeah. as far as what bridge they use, I'm not sure. I'm looking at the course right now. So if you can say something, I can. Uh, yeah, I mean, I vaguely recall that I, I occasionally head in that general area, not that I'm going to tomorrow, but I just uh, re- recall. It's uh, yeah. um, it's not the Huguenot Bridge, I don't think. Well, no, um, they do cross the Huguenot Bridge uh, early on, Okay, go across the river, and when they come back, it's closer to downtown. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and I vaguely recalled one year looking at the map and like they crossed the Huguenot Bridge at like mile 16 or 17. Well, I, actually, it uh, tomorrow they're doing it early between mile seven and mile eight. Yeah, because I was just thinking, thinking I'm trying to imagine doing River Road either direction uh, at mile 16 or 17. <laughs> and just like, oh, man, yeah. I don't want to do that hill there. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and then they cross it again at between mile 15 and 16 at a bridge that it could be... Um, it could be the uh, uh, the bridge at uh, Belvedere. 
Gotcha. Um, but I'm not the, the bridge, sure. the bridge commonly known as the Robert E. Lee bridge, which has its own right. stories currently going on about it. So exactly. Yes. Whether it'll be changed or not be changed. Yes. Well, and, and for the, or whether it'll be changed too. For folks who don't know, they wanted to name it the Belvedere Bridge, but Belvedere was actually the name of the plantation. Yeah. So they ran into some. Also some, has its own story. Yeah, exactly. So because it, it's a plantation. So, so anyways, but yeah, we didn't expect to go down this route, did we? Nope. No, we really didn't. No. Um, but that's basically what we have for you today for uh, this edition of its news to us. Um, obviously keep your eye out on any storms and rain this evening. I know that, you know, if you're listening to this prior to six, the uh, tornado watch is uh, until 6 PM tonight. Unless um, it gets extended again, which yeah, I, yeah. who knows? Who knows? It seems to have calmed down at this point, yeah, you know, as of, as of the time we're recording uh, and the rain may continue a little bit, uh, but it's supposed to clear up tomorrow. So yeah. I think it's, it may rain in, in pockets this evening, but nothing severe after six. Gotcha. So but that, again, you know, keep an eye on that. Again, this has been the Friday evening edition of It's News to Us. He's Jeff Stapleton. I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you on Monday.